Hey there, angry faithful. I just wanted to drop in, bend your ear a little bit, get your attention. So if you're not listening, drop what you're doing and pay attention to me. Because I'm here to inform you that not only can you get your daily, maybe if you're binging it, I'm not sure, that's entirely up to you, but you can multiply your doses of angry me fuckery by paying attention to all of the platforms upon which you can find either the dulcet tones of my voice and David's voice or my pretty face and David's not-so-pretty face. Anyways, digressing. We, not only on we are on YouTube, we are on Spotify, we're on Rumble, we're on Google, Apple Podcast. We have a TikTok page. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and of course, Facebook. So if you find yourself fuckery deprived, curl up with a nice hot mug of shut the fuck up and just listen. Open those ear holes and be prepared to be cream pied like it's the first time. Thanks for listening. There we go. Welcome, Angry Faithful. Today on Nerd Sports, we're going to talk about the competitive Finland sport of wife carrying, where they go about and carry their wives through an obstacle course of, we're not talking about that, all right, again, all right. No, man, I was letting you run with it, dude. That sounded really cool as fuck, man. <laughs> it, it, I was like, 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 I, like I said last episode, I go through, it was just type in weird sports and stuff comes up. Yeah. And that was one of them that actually came up, so. But anyways, uh, what, what what's pretty much happened in uh, sports stuff? Let me well, um, pull up my stuff. I didn't pull up my stuff. The NASCAR race at uh, Dover got, got rained out Sunday, and so they... They got 78 laps into the race, and they said, okay, we're going to finish the race from that point on Monday. So they ran it today, and uh, Chase Elliott um, actually ended up winning the race today. It was his first win of the year. Um, he's the reigning ch- uh, points champion. Or no, he's uh, – no, it's Kyle Larson. Um, but he was the last Hendrick driver to get a win this year. So all four Hendrick Motorsports drivers are in the playoffs. So the way that NASCAR works is that if you win during the regular season, you automatically qualify for the playoffs. Okay. And then take the top 16 drivers, either in uh, win totals or points. And that's the cutoff line. 16, 16 drivers are the only, only ones that are eligible to race for the championship. You know, the way that it works is it's a elimination round. So that there's the round of 16, round of 12, round of eight, final four. And, the, and, and that final four is the race, the final race at uh, Phoenix, where it's just those four drivers and whoever finishes uh, with a better finish or wins that race out of those four drivers wins the championship. So the format really puts a premium on winning because um, you, you've had you've had <laughs> champions in the past that have gone the entire year and all they did was points race. So. They did things on the track like lead laps, lead the most laps, things like that, um, pass the most cars, things like that. Never won a race all year, but they ended up winning the championship or coming damn close, right? But, uh, yeah, Chase Elliott finally, finally got him a win. Um, he, uh, 
my understanding, really kind of didn't necessarily dominate because, I mean, it was a wreck-filled race this year, uh, today. Um, but Rick Hendricks got all four of his cars in the playoffs. He's the first team to do that uh, this year. Um, but I'm okay with that. Um, I like Chase Elliott, not necessarily my, my favorite driver. Uh, I don't really don't have a favorite driver per se so much anymore since Dale Jr. retired, but, uh, you know, I'm all about team Hendricks. So I, I'm, I'm happy with the, with, with Hendrick getting into, getting into victory lane. Um, getting all four of his cars qualified for the playoffs. So, um, yeah, um, it was pretty light over the past week. Um, Major League Baseball news. Um, Trevor Bauer, he pitches for the Dodgers, and he came into some trouble because he was accused of uh, sexual misconduct and sexual assault, right? Well, the L.A. County District Attorney's Office dropped all the charges because they didn't have enough evidence to pursue a case, right? Mm-hmm. Major League Baseball decides to take it upon themselves to suspend him for two years, two full seasons. Um, that was a hundred and or two hundred and uh, fifty-four hundred two hundred fifty-four games without pay. He's appealing the decision. Um, Trevor Bauer, regardless of whether or not you like the guy, I mean, the guy can pitch. And he's obsessed with trying to become a better pitcher. And he breaks things down analytically, mechanically. I mean, he gets scientific with his pitching. And, My only uh, thing is, is, did he actually do this, though? He says There's that no he evidence. didn't. Right. He said that he didn't. The L.A. District Attorney's Office didn't have enough evidence to pursue a case. And I think... um either the woman or the women that, that made the allegations retracted their statements. Hmm. Well, so, so then he probably didn't do this stuff. Right. And it's just major league. Well, see, the thing of it is, is that he's vocal against Rob Manfred, the commissioner of major league baseball. Oh yeah. And he's vocal about the way that the game is being handled, the way that the rules committee is doing things. Um, and Rob Manfred just doesn't like that. He's like, you know, you either bow down to me and kiss my boot or you're not going to play. And Trevor Bauer is like, go fuck yourself. And, um, you know, so, I mean, there's a lot of people that are on like, well, we have to believe the victims. Well, the victims retracted their statement. The L.A. District Attorney's Office, the L.A. County District Attorney's Office didn't have. I mean, they didn't even have anything to take to a grand jury to indict a fucking ham sandwich with. So, you know, if you can hear me crunching in your ear, I'm just, I'm eating barbecue flavor pork rinds, so whatever. Um, but I, I just, I don't, I don't agree with Major League Baseball taking this road um, because, I mean, what they're basically doing is they're convicting, I mean, they're, 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 they're sentencing him with a conviction or they're hanging, they're convicting him without a jury of his peers yeah i mean they're 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 just it, well, it's due it's, process is it's more pretty of a, much what's going around right well now. it's been going around a lot heavier with nowadays. these larger entities with these larger entities um 
Um, with these larger ent- entities like the NBA, the NFL, the M- MLB, NHL, uh, freaking water hockey, you know, freaking the wife carrying federation. Um, they, this sets a very danger, dangerous precedence. Like with the NFL, and even in the past with Major League Baseball, if there's been no conviction, then and you know charges get dropped, then there's no criminal case, right? He yeah. didn't violate player conduct codes because there was no trial, there was no evidence presented, right? Major League Baseball is just going, well, we're pretty sure he did it. Well, guess what? Pretty sure doesn't work in a fucking court of law. He's appealing the decision. Um, and I would be very, very surprised if it gets overturned. Um, and I, I would suspect that Trevor Bauer would probably take this to court. And yeah. um well, he you could know, he, if it, if it comes it, around to it, he could sue him for defrangement or uh, no, it would be just defrangement. Um, defamation, defamation of character, yeah, yeah. And I think that that's the point. I and I think that Major League Baseball just decided to take it upon themselves to be judge, jury, and executioner in this case. Yeah, but without any evidence being presented. It's not like the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office is going to hand over their their um, their file over to the Major League Baseball head offices in New York going, oh, well, we couldn't do anything with it. Let's see what you can do. No, there's not even so much as a civil suit being filed against him. And that's stupid, ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it is just the fact that Major League Baseball has a target or uh, you know, has a target or their crosshairs rather centered on Trevor Bauer because they don't like the way that he speaks his mind. Yeah. And that, you know? and that's, and that's a big point nowadays. I mean, it's I hate to tell people it's going to get a lot worse because a lot of, if you're in the public eye like that, and if you want to voice your opinion and everything, you need yeah. to get like a PR team. I mean, Amber Hearst just fired her entire PR team because it didn't work out for her. Well, you know. But she was a cunt, so. She needed to get rid of her legal team, for God's sake. I mean. Yeah. I still I still like those uh, uh, TikTok videos. Uh, I, I guess it would be like a, a video meme of the whole thing where you have Johnny Dex legal team. Yes, this is this is how things are going to go. What? What was this? What was that? And then you have there was, and then you have Amber legal team. I got a cookie in the bed, and it was just the fecal delivery. <laughs> and and Amber legal team is like, I got a cookie. Yeah. Mm. Objection! Hearsay. There was actual fecal matter in the bed. What? What's there? And and like, there's that that uh, that video going around. Amber Heard's. Uh, lawyers just objecting to everything and um depp's lawyer goes well i'll ask a different question he leans into the microphone he goes says so they can object to that one too (laughs) 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 you know (laughs) it's just like what the fuck you know um but 
that was just... a, that was that was one thing and and sorry for everybody getting away from the nerd sports stuff but because we actually have a lot to cover today uh but the the funny thing was is i see there there's a uh memes going out was what if Elon Musk was in an abusive relationship because they started showing pictures of him with Emma Hurst because Emma Hurst dated Elon Musk for a while and he had like a big bruise on his face and I was like maybe Elon Musk was into domestic violence or something like that yeah I mean <laughs> I'm just like I mean it's to the point where Elon's reaching out to Johnny Depp going dude I didn't know. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we we also have the NFL draft. Mm. I saw a fun fact today about that. That UT didn't get any freaking 256 players were drafted in this year's NFL draft. Zero from the University of Texas. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I, because... They did that one meme. It was uh, it was Matthew uh, McConaughey standing McConaughey. on the sun line, kind of looking up, going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, it was. But they, it was. Uh, let me go into the because I had the draft stuff picked up. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, it was a lot of defensive backs, a lot of defensive players this year. There was a lot. I mean, there was a few wide receivers. Um, Pittsburgh drafted a new quarterback um, to replace Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, from Pitt University, so um, it's not like the kid's going to have to commute very far to go to work. So no, um, but uh, there wasn't a lot of standout names. I mean, of course, I didn't really watch a ton of uh, college football this year. Um, well, the main one, one notable, one notable, and, and I'm going to go on a little bit of a soapbox here. I'm not so much of a rant, but just kind of voice my opinion. Um, I think his name is Daniel Fago linebacker from navy he got drafted this year for the nfl how does that work out uh trump some uh president trump signed some kind of executive order stating that uh athletes from service academies could uh opt out and go to the draft if they wanted to and i don't know what that would do to their service commitment i mean personally i say fucking make them serve yeah. Navy had a guy get drafted last year. Dude got cut first week during the preseason. He turned right around, went back to Annapolis, couldn't finish, right? Mm-hmm. But he had to serve, he still had to service, uh, ser- uh, uh, fulfill a service commitment. Was it about six years? Yeah. That's either that or make him pay back the entire tuition. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> Um, but not to say that Daniel Fago is, I'm probably butchering his name, but I don't really care. Um, but, um, the guy is probably a tank. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's, he's freaking savage. Um, but during the Army-Navy game, there were so many calls 
that were missed by the officiating crew from him face masking, holding, um, unnecessary roughness. He damn near ripped the quarterback's fucking helmet off the last play of the game, right? And it did, it, and it should have extended the series, right? Yeah. At the very least, put Army within like field goal range, right? But. Yeah, you can call it being butt hurt. You can call it sour apples, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. He's going to learn real quick that they play a different kind of game in the NFL. They're faster, they're meaner, they're stronger, and they hit a whole hell of a lot harder than he thinks he can. Yeah. And I don't want to say that I want to watch this kid spectacularly fail because that would be wrong. Mm-hmm. I do want to see him get his bell rung. I, I really do. I mean, I want to see some tight end or some running back running downhill, truck him and just absolutely run him the fuck over. I really do. And will he get better if he just, if, if he's able to show enough to stay in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, the guy carried like a 3.99 or a 4.08, not ERA, fucking GPA at the academy. Dude's a certifiable genius, right? Yeah. But one, you're either going to have to pay back all that tuition if it were up to me, or B, or two, he, I mean, when you I go think to they should have to pay back the uh, tuition. I think you should have to pay back the tuition. If if you get, let me let me say this: the way I think it should be, and this it's, it doesn't matter if it's Army, Navy, or Air Force. I don't care if. You go to a service academy and you opt out to go play professional sports. You should have to pay back your tuition if you make the team. You get signed to a contract the whole nine yards, right? But if you get cut or, you know, you're no longer playing professional sports because you didn't make the the grade, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You should have to sign an agreement with your service academy that you will be willing to go back, go back one year or lose a year, right? You're no longer eligible to play sports for the academy, but you're there, right? Mm-hmm. You lose it. You, you lose a year. So if like you, if you got draft drafted as a junior, you have to go back to being a sophomore or at least repeat your junior year, Right. I think if you're, repeat the junior year, but yeah, if, yeah, okay, so yeah, that that's more reasonable. Repeat your repeat the year that you left on, okay, and your service commitment goes from six to eight years. Mm. No, no, because when you go to these service academies, you're not going. I mean, yeah, you're going to play sports, but you're going to serve. <laughs> 
I mean, that would be like you and me getting, you know, getting an opportunity to, like, say, let me just, like, okay. Like, say, I, I'm in the Army, and I I get recruited to go play baseball for the All-Army team, right? Mm-hmm. Major League Scouts see me. They want to draft me. But I've got two years left on my enlistment, right? Mm-hmm. I get drafted, and uh, I, I, you know, if, let's say I get drafted. The army says, "Okay, we'll let you out of your contract." Well, there's still two years still sitting there, right? Still two years. If I don't make it, I should have to go back and finish my enlistment. And I don't get credit for any of that time. I still have to make that up. So do they right? do they get <clears throat> do they get time served? Oh, this is sounding like a prison thing. <laughs> right. Uh well, it do depends they get, on what your MOS would be. Yeah. Uh do they <laughs> consider this uh time served when you're actually uh doing your academy stuff? No. Because I thought it was like after your academy, that's when your six years start. Your your actual time in service starts after you graduate. Okay. Because the service academies, while yes, you still draw, I think you draw a paycheck from the from the military. I think you get an LES. I I could be wrong. Hold on. One of our I'm listeners, curi- I'm, I'm curious. One of our listeners is. has attended a service academy. Please let us know. But um, I know that your time in service does not start until after you graduate. Because basically, it's more or less ROTC. That's why whenever you get those uh, cadets come in from, like, say, the Air Force Academy. You're in the, you were in the Air Force. So let's say you get some Air Force Academy student comes through, and for whatever reason, he wanted to be a cook in the, in the air force, right. Or be somebody who ran a, a, a mess hall. Okay. You don't have to salute those assholes. You don't, you just fucking don't. I mean, yeah, they get to go to all the schools that we want to go to ranger school, airborne school, air assault school, you know, shit like that. But they don't oh, hold wow. a rank. What? Okay. They're they're this is this is the Navy Academy now. Uh, their midshipman pay is one thousand one hundred eighty five, which laundry, barber, cobbler, active fee, uh, activity fees, yearbook, and other service charges are deducted. The actual cash paid is seventy five uh, per month during uh, plebe summer and one hundred twenty five per month for the rest of your first year. From which each year thereafter. So seventy-five your plebe summer, hundred twenty-five yeah. your freshman year, and then your what your pay goes up from sophomore, junior, senior. It didn't. It just said thereafter. Or it just says okay, all right, well, fine. But they which still increases each year thereafter. So I guess it they get they get some amount of money. They don't get like, yeah they get some. So I mean, but they're basically. Their clothing is paid for. Yeah, right? it, it, dent, they get dental, they get medical, they get yeah. clothes. They get all the same shit that we get, 
Yeah. Their room and board is paid for the whole nine yards. I mean, they get to go to that school basically for free. That's my understanding because those are military installations. Technically, they're well, it's still, paying still considered college. I, well, no, well, okay. Here's my thinking for what I've read. From what I'm, I'm reading, they get accepted to the academy. They're paid to be there. Uh-huh. Technically, technically, they're paid to be there, and they deduct everything. They get a, like a small fee. They get like a small amount of money per month. Yeah. But everything else is paid for. I mean, they get free medical, free dental. Free medical, it's, free it's, dental. If you're playing a sport, then you get access to all the good stuff. I yeah. mean, all the good stuff. I mean, I mean, look at the equipment that the football team has. You yeah. know, with all the all of these sideline gear that they get. I mean, it's just, dude, it's it's insane. And I'm just like, mm, okay, you know, I'm picking up what you're putting down. So, but your time in service does not start. Your your the time the timer on your on your service commitment doesn't start until you graduate. Yeah. So, you know, and that's when everybody's officially commissioned. You know, you get your branch assignment, things like that. So, yeah. uh, you find out if you're going to be a pogue, you're going to be a gun bunny, you're going to be a fucking MP, or you're going to be, you know, grunt, you know. Or in your case, it's going to be like pilot, freaking whatever else, right? No, you can still get like a pilot stuff when you. Well, I, I'm, I'm just saying there are people yeah. that go to the Air Force Academy specifically to become fighter pilots. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, from a recruiting standpoint, I understand. Okay. It's like, all right, look, you get to come play military for however many years. And if you're good enough on our football team and you help us win games, especially the important ones, i.e. the inner service, you know, uh, games. And if you're good enough in the NFL or the NBA or fucking MLB thinks that you're good enough and they draft you, we'll let you go under the stipulation. You know, I think that there should be a under under the stipulation that A, B, and C. Yeah. And I I just think that this kid's going to get trucked. He's going to come out and he's going to try to make a statement on somebody. And he's going to pick the wrong player to do it or do it to. You never know. It's one of those things that you got to wait until it's one of those days where you still wait to see that shit. Right. It's one of those days where you really wish that Marshawn Lynch still played football. Yeah, because I mean, he'd be like, oh, oh, okay, all right. Let me drop a shoulder pad on you. See how you feel. You know, I mean, it's like um, when Maurice or the Claret, refrigerator, right? Well, he was mostly a defensive lineman. Yeah, yeah, he scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl, but that was like a trick play, like, kind of like with the Buccaneers when they won their first title. They had Warren Sapp on the offensive line, and he pulled around. They handed off the ball to him, and he went up the gap and scored a touchdown. Yeah. But, um, like Maurice Claret, he used to be a running back for Ohio State. He wanted to come out early and declare for the NFL draft. Well, he sued the NFL, won his case, said, All right, I'm gonna know I'm a sophomore because normally you can't declare until you're at least a junior, right? And it's because of age issues and just stuff like that. Well, he gets drafted. 
during the preseason, Ray Lewis, back when he was still playing as a linebacker for the Ravens, mm-hmm. decided to take it upon himself to introduce him to the NFL for the rest of the NFL. He put a, I mean, he came and laid the wood on this kid, like cleaned him out. <laughs> I mean, depleted him and buried him. Like he hit him so hard. His ancestors from four generations back felt that shit. Right. He was mm-hmm. never the same after that. And it, and it was a statement hit. I mean, and, and everybody almost to a T looked at Ray Lewis and was like, yeah, thank you, sir. You know, don't be bringing that young kid shit in here. This is a man's game. In fact, I think that that's what he told him when he when he pried his shoulder pads out of the poor kid's sternum was like, this is the man's game. Got to walk back to his huddle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I'm like, damn. <laughs> you know? hey, Ray Lewis is big ball shit right there. And I'm like, damn, okay. But um, no, I, I I don't have a problem with kids coming out of the service academies to play professional. But there needs to be two stipulations, and it's bullet point A, bullet point B, and I think that that needs to be the case, and and it may be the case. I don't know. Um, I haven't done enough research on it, but I mean, to me, it just for a kid to get awarded for his dirty play. The one, I mean, it was literally the national spotlight was on this game. It was the only college football game being played. It was the last regular season college football game being played. And it's the, it's always been the tradition. It may not be the best football being played out there, but you know what? Who cares? Every set of eyes is on this. And they looked at some of the hits that this guy was making and they were like, this guy is going to destroy careers. You know, I mean, they may not necessarily been thinking that in those words, but there's still a situation where you're kind of looking at it going, oh, man, God. I mean, he was making some good hits. He was making some good legitimate plays. I just I wanted to see him blow out his ACL because he was playing for the Navy team instead of the Army. But, you know, that's that's neither here nor there. That was just me being a grunt. But, yeah. Um, and, and, and to be fair, because I know somebody's going to be like, it's going to be like the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, somebody that's going to know 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 somebody that knows him listens to our show. Right. And they're going to be like, this motherfucker said he wanted you to blow out your ACL. Like, no, listen, calm your tits, you know, or, or in naval terms, full stop. You know, you know, it's like belay that order. Like, holy shit. I didn't actually want to see him blow out his ACL. Why don't you give your balls a tug there, tit fucker? Because I'm telling you, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. I blew out my MCL in the army and I'm like, nah, that shit fucking hurts, man. I could even, I couldn't even imagine what an ACL feels like. Are you kidding me? No, absolutely not. But, um, anyways, um, not a lot happening with the exception of that Trevor Bauer news coming out of the uh, major league. Uh, baseball um nba the playoffs are still going yeah um and my dallas mavericks are still in it so i'm pretty happy about that they are they made it to round two they beat the jazz um the other day and let me see here game one is tonight at nine o'clock central time 10 eastern it's dallas mavericks versus the phoenix suns um, 
on, seriously. All right, come on. Here we, here we. Go. Looks like San Francisco and. No, it's uh, Philadelphia and Miami tonight. Oh, Golden State by Minneapolis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and no, it's uh. Let me see here. I've got Golden State versus Memphis. I've got Milwaukee versus Boston. Um, Milwaukee leads that series one game to nothing. Golden State leads their series one game to nothing over the Grizzlies. The Celtics um, and the Bucks. Yeah, the Celtics. Yeah, that's Boston and, and Milwaukee. But um, let me see here. Um, neither one of the teams are firsting nurse rounds or first round series injuries, and so it's going to make a pretty good guard heavy type showdown. Um, I mean, we're looking at Devin Booker, Luka Don, uh, uh, Donikic, or Donik. Um, they each missed three games of their prospective first round series, but they're both healthy, right? So they were able to come off of, um, come off the injured, you know, come off the bench. Um, uh, let's see here. Six consecutive first round playoff series losses. Dallas advances past the opening round for the first time since capturing, capturing the title back in 2011. Um, the the west the defending west western conference champion suns so the suns are pretty favored in this series i think um they knocked down their highest shooting percentage in a playoff game since 2006 last thursday um when they beat uh new orleans 115 to 109 in game 6 of their series they shot for 60% from the floor mm. they made 60% of all the shots that they took um I mean, Donick, he, he, he suffered a, a left calf strain um, in the regular season finale, and it sidelined him for most of the playoffs in the first round. Um, he, he, returned, he returned for the first, like, final three games of that, or for the final three games of that series. Um, he finished game six with a franchise-leading 12th career, 25-5, um, and five, so that's, 20 points, five shot or five blocks and five steal or five rebounds, right? Um when they beat uh the Jazz 98 to 96 in that in that game. Okay. Um uh Booker did he had kind of the same route on the Phoenix side during their playoff uh series against the New Orleans. Um he set out games three through five before returning to contribute 13 points in their, in their game six win. Um, so uh, both players entered game one of the conference semifinals healthy. Um, and I mean, with Donakick out of action, Jalen Brunson averaged 32 points and shot 57, 50.7% from the field in the first three games of the first round. Um, DeAndre Ayton, Anton, A-Y-T-O-N, Anton, stepped up in Booker's absence, and he shot a combined 51 points in games three and four uh, before Mikhail Bridges racked up a team-high 31 points in Phoenix's game five. So they were kind of platooning it out a little bit on the Phoenix side of the ball. But um, Chris Paul, um, he's going to be the one to watch. So, I mean, it... <laughs> We're gonna we're looking so three things to watch here. One clutch performances. So we're gonna be looking for um, Phoenix is two and one in clutch time in playoffs. Good for third among postseason participants. While the Mavericks rank just below 
with a record of three and two. Uh, the Suns finished their regular season with the league's best 33 and nine in clutch games, while Dallas won 57.9 of its outings under those circumstances. Uh, both rank or both teams can thank steady play at the point guard for Don uh, Donkic and Paul for their successes in games that come down to the wire. Um, uh, Donakic and Booker are prolific scorers. They both have, uh, both teams have defensive stoppers uh, capable of slowing down these superstars. Uh, Bridges most likely gets that assignment for Phoenix against Donick when needed, but the Suns won't, the Suns forward won't be, he won't be guarding uh, Luca um, very much, like as far as exclusively is concerned. Um, mm-hmm. After struggling to make, uh, struggling to eighteen of seventeen shooting for twenty one points, um, um, let me see here. You're going to expect uh, this season. Phoenix is going to come out. They're going to employ multiple strategies to nucle- or neutralize Donick. Um, but the Mavericks forward uh, Dorian Finley Smith takes takes in takes on a new role of stopper against Booker, who led the Suns to in scoring in each of their regular season wins over Dallas. Um, an all, all defensive team candidate, Finley Smith can effectively create every guard position, or he can effectively guard every position on the floor. Floor rather, um, his defense on Jazz uh, star Donovan Mitchell proved significant in the opening round. Mitchell just he shot only thirty seven point seven percent from the floor over the last three games of that first round, so he had a pretty miserable, pretty miserable uh, time of it. Um, we're going to be looking for our big guys. Um, Donick is going to be the big guy for Dallas. Um, Booker's going to be um, doing that along with Chris Paul on the uh, Phoenix side. Uh, Dallas has only got really two true centers in on its roster. Dwight Powell, he suffered a ruptured Achilles tendon in 2020. And Bobin, I'm going to try to pronounce this, uh, Marjanovic. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Um, neither of them is athletic enough to consistently defend Aiton, uh, who has a Hall of Fame point guard in Paul, uh, Chris Paul to deliver the ball inside. Um, Suns also appear to have more depth at the position with uh, JaVale McGee and Bismarck uh, Boyumbo. Uh, the Mavs did employ a small ball lineup in the second half of Game 6 on Thursday with Finley at center, and that played crucial uh, in the team's comeback win over, Vic, uh, over, over Utah. But um, I, I mm, back. Uh, they're saying that there's um, they're picking they're picking the Suns in seven. Anytime you pick a, a team to win a game or win a series in seven games, that tells me that you're just picking somebody because they've got the numbers. But that doesn't translate to playoff ball, and you really can't con- reconcile all that that logic all in one one fell swoop. So. I don't know. It just kind of looks like they're just saying, all right, we're just going to say seven games because they really don't fucking know. I mean, they really don't. They really don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've always had a problem with uh, that type of because announcers. It's not, it's thought, not a hot take. That, it's yeah, it's not a hot yeah, take at all. All announcers, like I said, Ted, uh, Ted Laszlo TV show. There's a there's a scene with uh, Roy Kent. Uh, as an announcer and everything like that predicting the game everything he literally said he's like you you're just speculating what's going to happen but you have no no real thing to yeah, be on that got field it's the no players. idea zero clue yeah exactly I mean, 
the players could be like top notch and they slip on a freaking uh little bit of water on the fi- uh, on the court. Yeah, exactly. Or so. or 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 like that uh what was it uh hot top time machine squirrel comes by and messes with the kick and it gets thrown out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you end up having to uh suck a guy's dick to pay yeah. off all your debts. All right. So, um I know I know we need to wrap this up. So, um I'm going to give my kid a call so he can do his joke of the week. But yeah, I'm picking the I'm I I'm going to I'll say the Mavs in five. Okay. Yeah, Maria loved that joke, but she instead of deer, she didn't understand it until I explained it to her. She thought it was like deers, but it was. Hey, bud. Hold on. Give me just a second. I'm going to do your intro music here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the uh, listening environment out there, our angry faithful it is now time for your weekly installment of Joke time with Colin. All right, go for it, bud. What do a penis and a Rubik's cube have in common? The more you play with it, the harder it gets. (laughs) Congratulations, Colin. You have officially brought the sigh back to the sports show. Side back to the shows. Oh my god! Last <laughs> week's joke was better, but this one—he's not wrong. He's out of line, but he's not wrong. I know, right? Uh, uh, all right, hey bud. Just real quick, there was an issue with uh, going to see Doctor Strange on Friday. You heard? Okay, we'll just wait to go see it. We'll we'll just wait to go see it until the next weekend. Is that cool? Yeah. All right, bud. Well, I'm fixing to wrap this. Sh- yeah, I know. But um, we're fixing to wrap the show up. So I'm going to let you go because I got to go hop in the shower. I got a post meeting I got to get to tonight. So. All right. Well, I love you, bud. <laughs> Later. What what happened with Dr. Strange? Um, I was going to take the boys on opening night Friday to go see Multiverse of Madness. But his Little League decided to reschedule one of his rainout games to Friday night. Yeah, um, yeah. It's his mom's weekend this weekend because it's Mother's Day, yeah. and I'm really not trying to trample on that. Um, Why don't you just take them on Thursday? Because I don't know. I don't know. I. You know what? I. You know what? That's a good idea. Let me let me talk to his mother about that. I would uh, I would before you do that though, would make sure that you have seats. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Story time. Okay. Um anyway, but anyways, so, everybody. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Rubik's Cube. Okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. Again, that is my genetic code on display for your ear holes and your eyes, too. Well, he's not here. So that's my genetic code on display for your ear holes. So I hope that it made you soppy wet. If not, then good, because he's 13. Back off. Um, (laughs) We're not trying to make Nambla normal. Um, 
Anyways, I digress. That got really dark really quick. Yeah. Hmm. Anywho, um, trying to think what we got coming up. Um, we're on the fifty fifth uh, episode. Yeah, we're on fifty five. Uh, double nickels. Ching ching. Um, wait, do I have a sound for that? I don't. Oh no. Okay. Anyways, um. But we also, uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna do a uh, open mic tonight. Oh Maybe yeah, you are gonna do open they, mic tonight. It won't. It, I wish we could have done it. I wish I realized it sooner. But uh, we're gonna be an open mic. I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna try to start doing more open mics and see if I can get uh, comedy stuff up and going. I'm gonna try to record it and put it on TikTok. But yeah, pans we'll out, pans out. Yeah, pans out, pans out. Uh, I mean, you know. Um, I'm just glad I got my job back. So, yeah, and, and I'm stuff. happy about that. Um, I've got a couple of different fire irons in the fire down there. Um, we're still pushing for June 29th as being the wedding date. So, yeah, you of course will be there. Yes, um, yes, I will be there. Not not in an official capacity. No, 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 no. no. Well, we're technically, hire... if I'm going to do photos, no, we're going to hire a photographer. Okay. But I, I, I was just, actually I just, I, I just want you there is as, as a in as much of a stress free role as possible. I don't know how that's gonna happen. Well hopefully hopefully out. the Give your photographer balls a tug there, tip Well no, hopefully the far- photographer actually knows what they're doing. Well, yeah, because he came highly recommended, so Okay. There's that. Um Mindy's coming up here on the thirteenth. 14th and 15th um we're gonna get a marriage license on the 13th okay. and then we're gonna go watch the red sox play the night of the 14th coincidentally it is the day before which was supposed to have been my i don't know what is let me do the math here real quick when, when you don't have to keep track of something anymore then it becomes incredibly hard to keep up with yeah uh Hold on, that's not right. Oh, uh, the fix of the problem that we had yesterday. Yeah, what what should have been my 18th anniversary. <laughs> I'm going to go see a Red Sox game with my fiance the night before. So. Okay. Yeah. So score one for my, no, I don't want to say score one for my team because that's just, you know what? No, let me retract all of that. On what should have been my eighteen month or eighteen year anniversary, I'm going to a ball game with my fiance. I hear with you. Whom I am very, very lucky to have. And no, that is not me trying to save face. So for all of you cacklers and naysayers and backbiters and backbenchers out there, oh, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to look at your keyboard. And I want you to type out a very well-thought response to what you think should have been a gotcha moment for me. But I want you to up the difficulty level a bit. I want you to type it out with your forehead. <laughs> you know, I could probably do that. It would just tape a, a, a pen on my I mean, it would look. You corner that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. 
yeah it it would have yeah no okay anyways i'm johnny skelton i'm david dickerman thank you for listening to episode 55 of nerd sports it has been an amazing ride so far it can only get better from here eventually i'm going to get you down there on a boat out on the open water and we're going to film an epic episode that we're going to have to edit together. Yeah. And you're going to have to include footage of the fact that you don't have any sea legs. And I don't for that matter either. So we were, there's you don't have sea problem. legs. I have sea legs. Do you have I'm, sea legs? Do you really? Uh, well, not like open ocean sea legs. Yeah. See open ocean sea legs. I'm not talking about taking a boat out on a lake. I'm talking about taking a boat out into the Gulf trying to think if i've ever done Do some that. deep sea fishing boy i never never did anything but if anyway, anything, there's I'll... gonna be there's gonna be some drinking involved there's gonna be a lot of sunshine and hopefully some really big fish that's gonna kick our ass yeah all right end of the episode thank you everybody for watching and good night good night victory